Welcome to the Mind Body Business Podcast. Have you ever considered your superpower? If you had one gift to leave with humanity, what would that be? We believe that everyone possesses a superpower. This is your value proposition, your je ne sais quoi, to help make a tangible difference in the world. Each week, our show explores these superpowers with tantalizing thought seeds germinating only from the power of collective thought. We invite you to join us for one hour each week and listen in as we dispense superpower knowledge from great people doing greater things. Good morning, I'm Devo. And I'm Lisa Staff. And today on Mind Body Business, we have a enigmatic, like that word, an enigmatic guest named Jason Kristoff. He is a self-sabotage coach coming to us from Canada, your neck of the woods. Absolutely. And among other things, we're going to talk to Jason a little bit about what he does as a self-sabotage coach and how he's helping other people through the modules of hypnosis and self-discovery, learn to live a better life free of the system, free of the ideologies that are rammed down our throats for a very long time, and as he calls it, the 40% and the 60%. And we're going to learn a little bit more about some of his theories on life and how we can all learn to live our best lives. So join us today with Jason Kristoff. He does sort of have a name. Hey, Jason, yeah. welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for that great introduction. I've never been referred to as a movie star or superhero before. <laughs> it's, it's great. So I'm fascinated. I, I don't know if you heard us in, in, when you were in the green room. We were talking about how I met you. I think I came across, and it was a while ago because I've been following you for a bit. Um, I believe I saw you in a comment or a post that you had done that was related to The Guardian and RFK and some uh, some of the stuff that he's doing and had to do with vaccines and had to do with just general health and the overreach of, of today's government and, and what they're doing to control citizens and all that sort of stuff. And I was fascinated by some of the commentary um, that you were putting out there. So that's how I first discovered you. So um, there is some power in social media if it's used properly, isn't there? Uh, guaranteed. I was uh, scheduled to speak with RFK and Del Big Tree and Sherry Tenpenny in May 2020 uh, in Toronto <clears throat> at an event at the uh, King Edward Hotel. But uh, obviously that was canceled. And that's the reason everything's being canceled because the truth of what's been going on on this planet for hundreds of years. It was starting to bubble to the surface. They couldn't keep it down anymore, so they had to fabricate some sort of reason and fear-based reason to trigger people into compliance. That's an interesting comment, and I was actually having this conversation yesterday with a, a client of mine who I was doing doing a photo shoot with her, and, and she said something very similar, surprisingly, uh, that this isn't just a two-year-old conversation you know corona is is just a catalyst for where we are but prior to this this truthfully has if you dig if you really start digging in the corruption and the financial overthrow that's going on this goes back several hundreds years doesn't it even maybe even longer yeah if you go you can go on uh, duck duck go and and go, you know not google i hate using that word you can search a book called proof of a conspiracy and it's a book published in the early 1800s regarding the group that's organizing this um, this attack today. So it's very old. And the proof of conspiracy, that book, the only <clears throat> reason that they found the proof of the conspiracy, there was a mix-up in a courier uh, between a couple ruling families, and the courier was arrested, and the documents that he was carrying and transporting between ruling families 
uh, you know, literally worked out how this global takeover was going to go. So this global takeover has been going on uh, a very long time and everybody's in it, whether they know it or not, they're getting uh, mind controlled and brainwashed in one way or another to participate. And even like say the uh, viral vaccine zombie movies, there's been 200 of them in the past, say 30 to 20, 25 years alone in a big, hyper upregulating of those movies in the past 10 years. I mean, you have World War Z with Will Smith and Contagion with Matt Damon. Oh, so World War Z was with Brad Pitt. I Am Legend with uh, uh, Will Smith. Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman. And, And these have been purposely put out through the media because the media has proven to basically form and construct people's beliefs, their opinions, and their ideas about things absent of reality. Because if you look into the reality of disease compared to a movie like Angels and Demons, where it's another virus backdrop, or Hobbs and Shaw with Jason Statham and The Rock, it's another virus backdrop. If you look into disease, how it spreads, what stops it, it's it, and you go to a medical or science library, it's the exact opposite of what you see in the movies. So today people are don't understand they're being programmed by their TV and the movies. And like any sort of hyp- hypnotist show, if you go to a hypnosis show, you will see that, that they program you, but the program doesn't become active until they give you the trigger word. So what we're seeing today is the trigger phrases, the trigger words, and the trigger messages, and it's meant to trigger all the media and TV mind control that was dropped in the people's subconsciouses, the collective subconscious over the past 30 years. Which incidentally is exactly how <clears throat> hypnosis works. This is, cor- this is correct. And it's more effective, uh, you know, hypnosis show, you'll see they use a lot of, uh, like a repetitive, like a reverb, like a delay when they're hypnotizing them that puts them into trance. Yeah. And if you go look on the internet, even if you use Google, you will find that TV and movies while you watch them because of the flicker rate and because of the concentration that you're putting onto a very small space on the screen, you're, you go into trance. And when you're in trance, you're very... You're very open to suggestion, open to programming. So every time you watch a TV or a movie screen, you're actually being imprinted with this sort of trance-like hypnosis, and it lays there dormant until the trigger word or trigger phrase or trigger symbol comes into play. And that's what advertising is. It's just repetitive trance-based messaging that lays dormant until you see the Pepsi in front of you, till you see the Domino's uh, delivery car go by, and then you're triggered, and then you follow through on your programming. And it's proven at least 30% of the population falls into trance and uh, are very vulnerable <coughs> vulnerable <coughs> to suggestion and hypno programming. So at least 30% of the population is very vulnerable to doing exactly what their TV tells them. Can you, can you give us an example? I, I, I understand it, but can you give us an example of in real life, how that might actually work? So let's, let's pretend Coca-Cola or McDonald's and there's a, there's a psycho semantic trigger associated with that. How how might the buildup play itself out? Well, I can give you some real life examples. Like there was a movie in 2001 called Gone in 60 Seconds with Angelina Jolie and Nicolas Cage. And it was a movie about car theft. Now, hypno programming and is, is, you know, heightened, especially when there's positive reinforcement given. 
So it was a movie about car theft. Repetition is also heavily involved in accessing the subconscious mind. And, and the movie, Gone in 60 Seconds, was a movie about car theft, but they had to steal 100 cars. And although they didn't, vi you know, you weren't visibly seeing all 100 stolen, you saw about 20 of them stolen. That's enough repetition to get inside the subconscious mind. The uh, positive reinforcement of Nicolas Cage getting the girl, and a pretty girl, by the way, uh, Angelina Jolie, really triggers hypnoprogramming, the positive reinforcement. Mind control is based on two things. You positively reinforce the behavior you want, and you negatively attack the behavior you don't want. And when that movie was released in Burnaby, BC, Canada, car theft went up 70% in the first weekend alone. And if you were to interview people inside the movie theater and ask them, do you think a movie about car theft could make you steal cars? And of course, all of them would say no, but they're not aware of the documented facts about the subconscious mind, how it's hacked, how it operates and controls your behavior without your conscious awareness. Another show was the Cosby show, uh, Bill Cosby. He was Dr. Huxtable. He was an African-American medical doctor. It came out in 1989, and Mrs. Huxtable was uh, Claire. She was an African-American lawyer. And during the nine-year run of the show, African-American enrollment in law and med school went up 19%. Uh, Dr. Jerry Croth from Santa Clara University. Now, Croth is K-R-O-T-H. He has very interesting uh, psychology videos on YouTube. He deemed that the Cosby effect, and that was too much positive reinforcement for the black community and the people, the handlers, our human farmers, our social engineers, saw this effect right away and canceled the show when it was near the height of its popularity. Said it wasn't, but it was. And then what happened after that was all the negative reinforcement and on, you know, targeted toward the black community. And you saw the uh, post-secondary enrollment in university and college in the black community drop below pre-Cosby show levels, and they call that the Lil Wayne effect. Humans copy, mimic, and emulate, mirror what they see on TV. The more repetitive it is, the more they'll take it in, and the more positive and reinforced it, it is, they'll take it in. And this part of the mind that's the target of all hypnoprogramming called the subconscious mind, it will do anything uh, no matter what, and it has no ability to judge long-term consequences. That's why you can convince a kamikaze pilot to, to drive a loaded fighter jet into an en enemy warship because the subconscious is only looking for positive reinforcement from the group and kind of tribal acceptance. So when a kamikaze pilot would see the celebration and adoration in the Tokyo town square, the subconscious would look over it because it, it is programmed to have a magnetic affinity for whatever is approved by the group. So the subconscious says, hey, go do that. And you go do it. So you're accepted by the tribe. You're getting positive reinforced, but you're dead. And that's called kamikaze mind control. You can trick people into doing anything, including killing themselves, killing others, killing their own children. You only have to positively reinforce it. And this is what the average person doesn't know about behavior modification that it's homed and, and fine-tuned in places like Stanford, MIT, the Tavistock Institute in the United Kingdom. That's where most of it comes from. And all they study is psychology and how to literally go to war with people. And then the people watch all the war movies and they think, oh, I got my gun, 
I'm, I'm going to wait for Korea, South and North Korea to come over the U.S. border. I'm going to wait for China. I'm going to wait for a terrorist. And, and the big joke is the joke's on them. The TV is the weapon. There's no infantry needed. And you can use the TV and movie screens to and, you know, conduct a war on people, but you don't need to reach out and hurt them. You can use repetitive programming so that they go out and hurt themselves. And that's what we're seeing today. That, that was a lot. And I have a couple of questions, but I want to go back to one thing you just closed out on. My brother and I were having a conversation about six months ago, and he's a, a, a big believer in gun control and, and, and people being able to have freedom of it. And I don't have an opinion either way of, around guns. But he made, a, he made a statement to me to the effect of a foreign country, somehow we got into the conversation of foreign countries and invasions. And, I, and he said a foreign country would never invade America because of the intrinsic population of guns within everyone's household. And, and I, I, I thought about that for a second and I said, I don't believe that our enemy is a foreign invader. I believe our, in, our invader is an internal invader and the guns, whether you have one or not, it's not gonna come from a foreign country. It's gonna come from the proliferation of media mind control around everything that we do. Which, which leads me to my first question. I always struggle with this sort of quandary about this predictive programming concept. And any, if you, if you read the art of war, you know, he talks religiously about, you know, as you prepare for battle, never show your hand unless your hand is part of a feigned attack or let you trying to mislead your enemy. Why are so many things so apparent to those that are willing to read between the lines? almost as if they're intentionally giving us clues and cues as to what's coming. We talked about television and all the different proliferation of that they're constantly bombarding us through hypnosis, through programming, et cetera. But if you stop and think about all the things that are popping out, like you just rattled off for a minute and a half, there are a lot of people who can see all of that. Why would they show their hand and, and everything that they're doing? I, that's the part I struggle with. Well, some people can't be put under hypnosis, a very small group, about 20%. Um, and you see these, you could definitely see these um, percentages playing out in, in the real world. Only 40% of the people are lining up to take the new medicine, even though the media will falsely represent that number is higher. 20% of the people are, are unable to be put under mind control for various different reasons. And they, they've seemed to have warned the other 40%. And the other 40% who's always kind of under mind control themselves are interfering. It's called a, broker, a program malfunction. So you got 20% of the people can't be put under mind control. Warn the other 40, they're having program breakdowns or program malfunctions. And then the other 40 are the, are the 30 or 40% that's talked about in all hypnotherapy uh, documented research where there's no chance they're, they're going to break out of their, their hypnosis and their trigger words. And, and again, those are the targets where you're, you know, they're placed under kamikaze mind control. And it's not just the new medicine that they're, that they're, you know, getting, getting up off their couch, getting in their car and driving to a, a local uh, dispensary and lining up patiently six feet apart. They've been destroying themselves with coffee, alcohol, cigarettes, uh, fast food, junk food, sugar, chocolate. They've been, it's, see, it's not just a, t a year and a half conversation. The average, the person who's put under mind control, the main mind control program today is to destroy yourself, to literally use your body as a, 
factory. It's like a fun factory. You just, you know, dump toxic chemicals in and get these uh, good time emotions to flow through your neurological system. This is the primary programming. Is it like a sort of a self-hatred, self-loathing, self-abusive program? And, you know, the medical system is tied directly to that. Um, of course, I mean, everybody knows that when someone wants to commit suicide in a movie, no one ever goes to the crisper in the fridge and eats four heads of organic cauliflower. They go to the medicine cabinet. And so if someone believes the whole bottle of medicine will kill them, but one pill a day will make them healthy, they're under the, the mind control that I'm talking about. And the average person might believe mind control is like a zombie, hands are out straight, maybe the zombie's drooling, moaning, a bit of blood, maybe looking to eat your brains. Now the average person is under mind control and they don't even know it. They, I mean, if you're drinking coffee in the morning on an empty stomach, drinking alcohol in the evening, you're, you're eating fast food, you're actually taking the time very valuable time resources and financial resources out of your day to kill yourself. And uh, that's, that has that bypassed your genetic survival mechanism. And that, that can only be done through hypno programming in the movies and the TV shows. You have me, you have me concerned. What's, what's my trigger word? Like, have I been <laughs> hypnotized? I've been barking like a dog and not knowing it or flapping my arms like a chicken and you don't have a word for me. That's that's what they do is they will table it in hypnosis shows as entertainment. And they are a secret society onto their own. The magicians and the hypnotherapists are not hypnotherapists, hypnotists. They are a secret society on their own and they are charged with the order that they can only table their their fine art of mind control as entertainment. If they would actually tell people like if a hypnotist like Darren Brown or uh, Keith Berry actually held a event, a public event, and told people how they were put under mind control, they wouldn't be around too long because the average person could then connect the dots to everything they see in the movies. Like in the movies, the most repetition is key for mind control. In the movies, the most popular repetitive content is a, um, you know, a clay a coffee cup a takeout coffee, a coffee mug, a takeout coffee cup, a coffee shop, or a coffee machine on the on the on the back counter, and that's enough to make most people drink coffee. Even though if you give it to a seven-year-old, the seven-year-old will say this is disgusting, and people are drinking it. And the reason it's in the movies is that the people who rule us know that caffeine has a very particular impact on the mind. And it makes the person more slave-like, more reflexively obedient to command and unable to react to danger. And so this sort of attack, it, there's so many parts to it. It's like a watch. There's 150 pieces in a watch, uh, 150 pieces, uh, you know, little cogs in a watch. And they all work together to accomplish one goal, which is tell the time. So all these things I'm talking about represent one of the 150 pieces inside this attack where people have been destroying themselves for decades and decades. And this is just a continuation. It is an acceleration of the self-abusive mind control program, but definitely um, an acceleration for sure. So I have a small bone to pick with you on that last statement because I am a coffee drinker. And after listening to your podcast, I'm apparently pooping my pants without mucus on it. So. <laughs> but 
truthfully speaking, I, I actually do. I have been for many years drinking coffee. And, and then when I heard your podcast on coffee and its dangers, I started actually doing a little bit of independent research on it and found a lot of, a lot of information supporting what you say. Of course, you have to scroll through the third and fourth and fifth pages of Google to find that. But truthfully speaking, when did when did this information come available to you? How do you know so much about coffee? And really, truthfully, honestly speaking, should I stop drinking coffee? Okay. Because based upon what you said, I'm fucked right now. I, I need to interject because I, I have a little <laughs> worry here. Um, I, I'm post-Mormon, so I want to make sure that you're not a Mormon missionary trying to convert <laughs> us. But definitely not a Mormon. I won't fall into that trap again, okay? <laughs> I'm not a Mormon, and I don't follow any religious sect. Okay. But I do believe in the attack is an attack on the natural design of our body. And I do believe they're trying to take, you know, sort of God's place in the world um, and nature or creator or whatever you want to say. I mean, this is what it's all about. But if you want the lowdown on coffee, you have to read. There's one book called uh, Caffeine Blues by Stephen Chernisky, and it is a complete horror story about how bad coffee is. But then when you find out its impact on the brain, on how it deactivates the prefrontal cortex, how it activates our fight or flight system, what happens to our IQ when you activate the fight or flight, how it cuts blood flow to the brain by 52%, how it activates the fight or flight mechanism in the brain for three weeks consecutively, even if you don't drink any other coffee in that three week period. And the fight or flight means you're reactive and you lose full control of your conscious mind. You go fully subconscious. You, and when you go subconscious, you will just fall back to your original family program, programming. A lot of your programming comes from your family in conjunction with the TV and the movie screen. So when you go fight or flight, you put your behavior in, in the hands and the care and control of your subconscious fully. So if you understand brain function, 93% of your behavior is controlled by your subconscious in the first place. The other seven is you, and you, can, you have discernment or what's called free will, but only in that very small gap of the 7%. And then when you in the fight or flight, it goes 100% subconscious, which means you have to rely on your body's programming, your mind's programming to get you through the terror or the fear. There are things in your body you don't control. Like you can't control your tanning and you can't control your menstrual cycle and you can't control your sweating. So I tell people, come up to speed with the fact that there are functions in your body you can't control. And when you're afraid, you give all behavior over to that side of the neurological system, the side you do not control. And this is why the media drowns everybody in fear, because when you're in fear, that's when you give care and control over fully to the subconscious. And the subconscious is continually looking for the safeguard to play or the safe behavior to act out and the bigger herd to be a part of. So when we're in fear, we're always looking for safety from authority, looking for safety protocol from the parental figure. And this is why the governments that aren't really governments 
are drowning us in nonstop fear because if you study behavioral psychology, you can completely dominate someone's behavior, ideas, and beliefs if they're in fear. So this is so the coffee is liquid fear in a cup. That's probably the best way to sum up that. It's fear in a cup, and you will you will lose that seven percent discernment. My behavioral psychology, when I first listened to your podcast on coffee, was like, no, this is just something he's saying. And then somewhere in the podcast, you referenced Bill Gates being seed money for Starbucks. So I had never heard that before. So you dropped a pearl of wisdom. So I researched it. And in fact, it's true. So you had me at Bill Gates because it seems like anything that... True though, <laughs> the romance <laughs> began. <laughs> no, it's true. Like anything, this guy is involved with is insidiously backed at its at its core. And, and so, when you said Bill Gates, I was like, "Oh, I'm fucked. I need to research this." So they only back they only back things that increase the slavery programming. And it wasn't the original seed funding. Starbucks was a, a sole. It had some minor partners and it was going to go bankrupt about seven years after it was initiated. And out of nowhere came uh, Bill Gates Sr., uh, you know, William Gates Sr., his dad, and Bill Gates. And they only get involved in things that help the domination, increase the slavery, supersize the slavery. That's all they're interested in. Go ahead. So... Okay, so you kind of instilled fear in us <laughs> right job. now with all of this. Yeah. And, um, He's about to drop a trigger word too. <laughs> I know. So give us some guidance then when, because all of this <clears throat> makes sense. So give us some guidance so we can have that free agency to make choices. What should we be doing so that we're not all in this together? Well, what you do is you'll realize that, well, what you want to do first is focus on the main goal of what's going on. So it's all the main goal here is debt. This is the goal. It's a financial attack. So what they're going to do, and then I'll tell you how to sort of get out of it and uh, create a program breakdown inside your own subconscious. But the the attack we're, we're involved in right now is financial. Now, they've learned this trick. They've done this trick. Uh, for 30, 40 years with third world countries. They come in, give uh, an excess amount of debt, a debt where they couldn't repay it sort of anyway. They create a financial crisis purposely. The interest rate goes up and then the third world country in no way has any ability to repay the debt. So the world banks that did nothing to create the money, like if I ask, uh, you, it's D is Devo, is that the name? Yeah. Okay. So Devo, you know, you borrowed 20 bucks from me. You actually have to work to give it back, you know, or I have to work to give it back to you or however that's going to go. And the bankers, they don't work for their money at all. They just print it. Only 3% of the, of the money in the world is printable money. And then the other 97% is, is a digital currency on screens. They do nothing to create this wealth. It, this is the scam. So they give this imagined magic energy to the third world country, and then the people in the country have to physically go to work and give their life force to pay it back. And then the IMF, the International Monetary Fund says, there's no way you can pay this back, but that was the goal anyway. And then they turn that imaginary currency on the screen or the printed money, and they turn it into a power dam or a tank or an airport or a road. So that's how you steal the labor and the life force uh, 
of any sort of society. It's a, it's a form of energy magic. They, they create money out of nothing, out of thin air, give it to you, and then you have to give your life force, your blood, your soul, and your, you know, your work value back to them. That's how they dominate. So what's going on here is whether you see Biden cranking out, you ever notice that? I got a $1,200 check from the government. Right. And they're going to keep sending those checks because the goal, they're going to probably increase the checks. And all the businesses that are closed are getting money and everybody's getting money. The doctors are getting money for falsely diagnosing COVID or falsely signing a death certificate as COVID. Everybody's getting extra money. $13,000 or something like that, isn't that yeah, right? Yeah, for, for a COVID diagnosis. As and then if they die, it's like 30000 I think I read. 30000 if you If you order a ventilator and not even use it, you get 37000 Dr. Scott Jensen, the senator from Minnesota, already recapped all that. But so there's money flowing up, but that's the goal. This month, that's that's the game. So it's not about COVID. It's about creating a debt load for each country in succession that's unpayable. So and they've started this like in Canada in 1918, there were no taxes. <laughs> And this is how this cabal, this is how this group, this ruling group works. They know how to initiate the game of death by a thousand cuts. So 1918, there's no taxes. Oh, and then they start one tax. And now they in Canada, you most likely with levies and fees and taxes, the average person here guaranteed gives between 50 and 60% of their wealth to the government, which is basically an organized crime syndicate masquerading as an altruistic force. So it started as 1918. Now you couldn't come up and tell people who are paying zero tax that you're gonna pay 60%. They gotta do it in the frog in the boiling water sort of scenario. They gotta do it by that game of inches, death by a thousand cuts. So now they're already stealing 60% of the wealth of Canadians. And they've done it over time to where the average person, this idea, that someone's labor, someone's value is not their own, that's being normalized now. And then you have the people who have organized this say, we need to take the other 40% in one giant swoop. We have to steal it all. And that was always the goal. It started off as a 1% tax. It got up to 60. Now they're going to go from 60 to 100. And they're going to do that in the United States too. All the Five Eyes nations, Australia, the UK, United States. So they're going to put a debt and they're all being paid behind the scenes and they're going to come up, mosey up to the mic at the exact same time. It'll be Camilla Harris in two years that'll be making this announcement. And then, you know, Bojo the Clown in the UK and Morrison in, in um, Australia, all the EU countries are going to do it too. They all, they're all going to come to the mic at the same time, especially for that 40% that are easily hypno-programmed and say, we saved you from COVID, a virus that has a 99.47 survival rate. Uh, you're safe because of us, even though we were just having regular deaths and regular populations from regular diseases at regular intervals. Even though all that was happening, they're going to pat themselves on the back. There'll be parades. There'll be big celebrations to drive the mind control deeper. And they're going to say, we saved you, but we bankrupted the entire country. Now, the goal here is with that bankruptcy, they're going to, it's going to be like any, if you go bankrupt, Devo, they take 
everything you own. And that, it's that simple. They're going to declare bankruptcy and they're going to say, your bank account is ours now. Your car is ours. You live in a million dollar house. That's ours. You live in 200,000. That's ours. You own half your car. That's ours. You got 5,000 in your account. That's ours. You got 100,000. That's ours. And that's the price you pay for living in a civilized society. They say, we're going to take full control of the reins of the society now. It's too dangerous. There's too much disease, global warming. And they got all their cards ready to throw out. Inclusion, sexual confusion agenda, climate change agenda, virus agenda, all fabricated. All hypno-programming, like long hypno-programming agendas. And they're going to say, this is why this is better now. We're going to take full control. And this is why Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum did a promotional video about four years ago and said, by 2030, you're going to own nothing and be happy. So that's the goal. So no matter where you're moving, you're, you know, you're going to move to Florida. That's nah, not going to matter. You're going to move to that's why they don't care, because this is what they're going to try and enact over the whole country is that every asset of everybody in the entire world will be sucked and vacuumed back in to the, the, the IMF and the banks, like the Federal Reserve. It's not federal and it has no reserves, has nothing to do with the federal government whatsoever. It's a private banking cartel that knows how to turn fake money into real assets. And this nothing is like a, nothing like a cheerful death warrant podcast on a Monday morning. <laughs> just thinking that i'm like yeah well this is this is what and the average person can see this play out if they if they don't believe it 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 will be this announcement will be made in two years and biden will at least give another four or five stimulus uh, packages in that two-year period there's be another 15 trillion dollars put into the economy you can see this actually playing out right now, not just in America with the amount of money that we've printed. But I, I was reading a story recently. I think it was Venezuela. And because of all of the different um, prohibitions that have been put on their market because of whatever violations, civil rights violations, human rights violations. I know America has a bunch of uh, embargoes against them. But they're now trying to trade oil for vaccine vaccines because they don't have any money. Um, and, and they were I think it was. Harry Dent was a podcast. Are you familiar with Harry Dent? He's a I've heard of him, yeah. Yeah, and he was doing a podcast on Australia, Zimbabwe, Venezuela, and the amount of debt to income ratio that, they, that they've that they onloaded right now across their economy. And so I think it was Zimbabwe has had something to the effect of a 4,000% increase in their stock market. But when he dove into the financials behind that 4,000 percent increase that it leads the world in in uh financial efficacy on just on the surface of like a stock market increase but he dove deeper into it and he started listing out their debt ratios and what they've done is 95 percent of the economy that has now has a stock market at four thousand percent increase was based upon a 95 percent printed money and nothing else there aren't any actually gdp profits from anything yeah there's like something like tesla it's a it's a business that if you were to you know capitalize its value and organize and document its value based on its uh, profit and revenue a tesla you know tesla's value on the stock market is speculative 
and it's probably a, a hundred to even a thousand fold above where it should be as a, as a stock market price. And this is what's going on in, in, in Venezuela. The stock market went up 600,000% one year, but the inflation was 2 million percent. Crazy. So you're actually still losing your, your shirt if you're, even if you turned $1 into $600,000, you go to buy a loaf of bread, it's $2 million. <laughs> so you're still not able to catch up. So this is a financial attack disguised as a, as a virus or disease crisis. And of course, the sedative compounds, the tranquilizing compounds pushed and ushered into the slave camp for the past 70 years, the alcohol, the caffeine, the vaping. And in Canada, TS, there's marijuana stores that are legal now popping up. I mean, five marijuana stores open uh, in the six, I'm sorry, eight marijuana stores. There's that wasp. <laughs> How'd you get out? I'm going to have to kill it. Maybe I might have to kill that wasp. Just calmly sit still. He won't bother you. Yeah, exactly. Wait, I'm just going to open the door. Give me a sec. Hold on. This is the Maybe first he'll go out. This is the very first interruption yeah, by a wasp see, we've now, ever had on now a podcast. There's, there, now there's an influx of killer bees from them, and we're going to need a vaccine for that. <laughs> Maybe, well, maybe that's, for a, maybe while. that's a mechanical wasp from uh, Bill Gates, one of those mechanical mosquitoes. <laughs> so we have a lot of things I, I actually, that I would like to talk through. So but wait, he never told us like uh, something positive on the, on the outskirts of all of yeah, that. Yeah, you wanted to repro, like basically if you're looking to deprogram, is that what you want to find yes, out? please. Yeah. Start with turning off your TV, don't drink coffee, don't drink alcohol. Well, basically to, to program the mind is very simple. It's re rep repetition and positive reinforcement for the behaviors you want. So you need to do positive reinforcement in the, in the areas of your, in the direction of your dreams and give yourself positive reinforcement when you are accomplishing your goals and give yourself negative reinforcement for the behaviors you don't want. And that that's basically hypnosis is the easiest way to reprogram the subconscious mind. You can have direct access to the subconscious, which is control of your 93% of your behavior. So if 93% if of your behavior is programmed with a self-abusive, self-destructive, self-loathing uh, program, you got 93% of all your brain function and neurological activity pushing you to hurt yourself. So you can't strong arm that portion you can't free will it. You actually have to get the 93% and reprogram it so it pushes you out of the addiction, pushes you toward your dreams, pushes you toward uh, like a higher spiritual evolutionary way of living. And hypnosis is the best way to do that. And obviously you can't do hypnosis in a positive direction and then go watch Shameless on HBO or watch uh, Bad Moms or Dirty Grandpa or... Uh, uh, Avengers Affinity War where Thanos kills his own daughter that completely screws up your programming to no end so you have to you can't water down your positive programming with negative reprogramming your negative programming or nothing positive really you'll you'll stay stuck and then you want to make sure to you know do all your usual things try to get healthy try to exercise but the basis is this hypnosis reprogramming. And if you want a great website, go to Marissa Peer, 
and look for her hypnotherapy bundles, Marissa Peer, I think it's P-E-E-R, and she's a master hypnotherapist out of the UK, where you can just reprogram that 93% to be positive, and then you'll sort of get where you need to go. So that's what you do as a <clears throat> sabotage coach. You teach clients how to overcome the, the symptoms that they're utilizing to survive in life right now that are actually deleterious and damaging to them. And you teach them how to move beyond that. Yeah, I used to be a, one of Canada's best exercise and nutrition coaches. And no matter what I would do with my clients, none of them would follow through on their potential. None of them would follow through on the goals they're paying me thousands of dollars to achieve until I put them in hypnosis. It's like those New Year's resolutions that last a month and a half. Yeah, you so can be things that I really want to just get your your sound bites on. And and I know we're running out of time already. Sure. So we're gonna have to just bear with me. If, um, ultrasounds, you had mentioned in one of your podcasts, you were talking about the damaging effects of ultrasounds. I think in early in the podcast or one of your articles you wrote, uh, you mentioned something about scientists, medical doctors, the medical profession in and of itself knew about the inherent dangers of ultrasounds, radiation, radiology, et cetera. But because of the profit around it, they still decided to move forward with it. Can you talk a little bit about the science behind that and why it's so damaging to our bodies? Well, they call ultrasound ultrasound so that you think it's sound. And that's a trigger word for you. Uh, the trigger word is you tr the trigger program is that you trust doctors. And you never investigate what they're telling you. So everybody, when you watch ER with George Clooney or Grey's Anatomy with Patrick Dempsey or whatever his name is, you are getting programmed. And then the trigger word or the trigger phrase or the trigger event comes where, where and the program is doctors know more than you. Don't question your doctor. Don't investigate. So there, there's your typical dormant program, trigger phrase, trigger symbol, trigger message. The person says, yeah, they're sounds. No, they're not sounds. They're radiation, and they're there purposely. If you read Janice Barcelo, author Janice Barcelo, and go to uh, – you can get the books by Janice regarding the ultrasounds being radiation. They know they're radiation. It's like a bone density scan. Did you know that was radiation? Doesn't sound like it is, right? But it is. And that's why they say only take it once every two years because it gives you cancer. Not that they can fix bone density problems in the first place. So the doctors are also under deep, deeper hypno programming than the, than the average person. That, that's what most people don't understand is their programming is that if I get high marks, I'm really smart. And then once I'm a doctor, they're triggered. That's the that's the trigger. They're, they're triggered. All this school, all schooling, whether it's college or university or government public school, lays a program inside all the students that you become a reflexively obedient order taker. That's the most dangerous. And then we just search out the trigger. The trigger we're looking for there is who's going to give me the orders. So a doctor is just given orders by their medical board or their med well, whoever offers or ushers through their medical license. And the average person doesn't know. I mean, the doctor is under such deep hypnosis that he or she cannot visibly see that nothing they do makes their patients better. Is, is that why you have such a massive chasm between one side of the medical society versus another? And, and honestly, we've had doctors, brilliant doctors on the podcast 
that are in complete support of vaccinations, quarantining, social isolation, et cetera. And then another half of them easily. Oh, oh, back in last March saying, <clears throat> this is what's going to happen, you know, being ostracized for being, speaking the truth. Yeah. So it, it's it, to the average person, this 40% that you're referencing, these virtue sig signalers that are, you know, I, I was literally in a grocery store last night. I didn't tell you this. And there was a woman who was basically wearing a bubble, but honestly, truthfully, a full bubble. She had head to toe covering. And I, I don't wear a mask anywhere I go. And I'm, I have no problem saying that. I refuse to put them on. And I, I got in line to check out for my few groceries. And she looked at me and she said, you need to respect the six foot. And I was like, you look like you're pretty well protected right now. I don't think you have to worry about a hundred feet is not going to affect you. So I think you're good. And she just looked at me and rolled her eyes at me and was like, <laughs> and just stormed out. Why I struggle with this every single day. Why can we and you have this perspective on something that seems as, as bright as day to us, as clear as, as, as ink. And yet my neighbor across the street will literally not step out of the house unless she is fully bubbled walks down the driveway, gloves on, won't allow, her, won't allow her daughter out of the house just to check the mail. It, it boggles my mind that we can have this perspective and 40% and don't. It's so polarizing between friends, between families. It's, it's a big chasm. So my question is, is how can 60% or let's just call it an even 50, how can 50% of us hold a perspective that seems so righteous and so true to us and so obvious and yet the other 50 who apparently are under hypnosis cannot. And how does one break free from that? Well, if you go back in sort of more ancient documents, they're actually saying they've been trying to. There was an experiment once, a Russian, a Russian uh, team of scientists. This is water, by the way, not coffee. <laughs> it's okay. Everybody can do what they want as, as long as they get the information, the I, right I'm information. I'm hypnotized Mormon, even though I'm not. <laughs> Praise Joseph Smith. No, <laughs> Joseph Smith. <laughs> okay, so yeah, what was the question? Oh, how, what if you go to this Russian experiment? They took these very vicious gray wolves from the woods and then kept breeding them, and they would get rid and and call the the most vicious of the uh, the offspring, and then within three generations, the gray wolves were these docile lap dogs that were domesticated, running freely in the farmhouse. Uh, not a bother to anybody in the you know four generations prior it would go right for your throat and like try to bite through metal so what's happened with that 40 percent is they they don't know it but this selective breeding sort of program uh, has been going on a long time they're always trying to identify the thought leaders uh, they've been doing this a long time if you go to the bolshevik re mm. revolution in russia they would target the intellectuals target the doctors who were healing using natural means target the writers target the poets target all the people that could actually think and then people and then it doesn't take too long that's only three generations ago they're probably related to people put on their, this sort of breeding program and this is why they're as they're as excited to get your swab as they are to give you the injection of the new medicine because the swab has your DNA and they're data mining that against your social media and they're, they're, they're correlating your intelligence against your DNA and they're going to eventually try to remove the free thinking DNA and, and hyper upregulate the, the slave mentality like the lady that 
was in the full bubble at the uh, at the grocery store. She has she 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 might have what's called slave DNA, and they could uh, really upregulate that if they wanted to. That's why they're taking all the swabs. They're starting a genetic data bank and comparing it against the social media posts. Yeah, I've I've always thought all along, and we've been saying this for over a year, that this was just sort of a beta model to see who's willing to be complicit and get in line with what's going on and those who are not. That way they can quantify and qualify who's on the team and who's not on the team. I've always thought that that's what this was. So you talked a little bit about ultrasounds. We've talked a little bit about cancer. Uh, there was a data point that you dropped in, in an earlier uh, letter about in 1900, one in, I think it was one in 30 or one in 40 were, were cancerous. And now today in 2020, one out of every two people will deal with cancer. Why has there been such a, I think I know the answer, but why from your perspective, has there been such a dramatic increase in, in, in a hundred plus years? And which one of us, cause there's only two of us here. Which one of us is the weak? You've been drinking a lot of coffee. Yeah. so <laughs> Yeah, but that's just going to affect my poop, not my cancer. <laughs> things are looking good for you. <laughs> Everybody has hope. There's no need, there's no need to worry. We can back out of it. The body's always trying to heal, but cancer, yeah, one in 30 in 1900, one in two today and kind of going in the wrong direction is getting close to one in one where everybody's going to experience the cancer in their lifetime. The reason cancer grows is simple as chemicals and poisons and emotional blockages. So emotions play a big part and they manipulate our emotions where we don't love ourselves and we can't feel love and we can't feel happiness. And this is all part of the programming. Now, the reason this group is very interested in, you know, shoveling the liaria regarding what causes disease, they say it's viruses, but it's, it's a poison. So when you get sick, it's because of poisoning, mercury teeth fillings, uh, Teflon pans, microwave food, the pesticides on the coffee, the bisphenol A that, that you know, is wrapped inside as a, as a sealant inside the takeout coffee cups, you, the birth control pill, the aspirin, the Motrin, it, it doesn't matter with the Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi causes cancer like no one's business. You carry your phone around with you. You're going to get cancer. I know when I used to train people exercise-wise, you know, guy had testicular cancer on his right testicle. He always had his phone in his right front pocket. And then my other friend, he had a tumor on his uh, left sciatic nerve, and he ca carried his phone in the back left pocket. I mean, it's so obvious. And so... This is why the powers that be are very interested in saying, oh, yeah, it's this virus that caused cancer. That virus made you sick or that virus gave you diarrhea. Because if you ever figured out the truth, viruses don't make you sick. Poisons do. There's only one source of the poisons, and it's your own government. And they shovel the poison off the ruling pyramid into the slave camp daily, and they, they push it in through hoses this big. Uh, fluoride in the toothpaste. I mean, fluoride's been proven to cause cancer. Dr. Dean Burke proved that 60 years ago. And then when they said they didn't believe him, he went back and tripled the size of the study and proved it even more precisely that fluoride in the concentrations they put in municipal water supplies causes cancer. And it causes cancer at two parts per million of fluoride and there's 1500 parts per million in Colgate Crest and all fluoride toothpaste causes cancer and brain damage at two parts per million. They got 1500 parts per million in the average toothpaste. They got new toothpaste with seniors 
5,000 parts per million. And then when you go to the dentist and you're crazy enough to, you know, take your trigger word that you, you don't want to question your dentist or cause a fuss, they put the dental dam after you're cleaning in your mouth. That's 15,000 to 25,000 parts per million of fluoride causes cancer at two and brain damage at two. So the average person is under this hypno program and getting triggered all the time. The triggering is listen to authority, obey authority, don't question, know your spot. And that's the biggest hypno program trigger cycle in our society today is obey. The fluoride one uh, is something I discovered in the last not even year or so. And we switched out our toothpaste because of that. But I've never allowed my kids to do the fluoride at the dentist's office because I, I didn't know what it was. We all come across our information in our own time. I, do you think knowing what you know and seeing what you're seeing that that the human species, and this is a pretty deep question, do you think that the human species in of itself is doomed? I don't think so. I think that the 40% um, probably is <laughs> because they're, because they are the bubble lady at the, uh, you know, at the grocery store. I got an email this morning that there's a, I think a, a gym in Pennsylvania called St. Luke's uh, Fitness Club is requiring everybody to be vaccinated, even though the vaccine doesn't protect you from COVID. And the companies who make that vaccine admit that. So I'm not too sure why any company is trying to make their constituents or the participants take the COVID vaccine. But it's because of the programming. And well, that 40% is in real trouble. The 60%, you know, they have to stand up and get off their knees. The other 40%, hip, hypnosis is very powerful. I mean, if you go and look up the hypnotherapist Keith Berry, uh, B-A-R-R-Y, oh, B-E-R-R-Y. If you go look him up on YouTube, you'll see, I think, the second video. You just look up his name, Keith Berry, hypnotist. The second video, he puts people under hypnosis and has them talk Martian. And if you want to see how powerful hypnotherapy can be, go watch that. They are speaking Martian, and they're speaking to each other. And this is what's going on with the average person. You're not going to stop them. They're going to go... They'll comply. They'll go right into the COVID camp. They'll 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 be begging to get in. You can't stop them. Hypnosis is that powerful. So I think we're we've become very very lazy. We like mm -hmm. to be spoon fed what we should think and and all that information. You're you're reeling off all of this amazing information, but you've actually had to, you know study that. You had to look into that. You had to educate yourselves. And I think a lot of us have become so so lazy and we're spoon fed that through all our social media outlets and everything. But anyone listening to this, when we're talking about the fear that has that certain percentage acting in a certain way and wearing these bubble suits, what's to stop other people saying from that we're inducing fear on our end? Mm. What, what's the difference in the perspective? Well, basically a real adult can face fear and not completely collapse intellectually. Only children you know, believe in the boogeyman. So this is all about, you know, people who accuse, usually the people who's, who want to be positive in a situation that requires courage, they're just cowards. That's that's what most people are like today. They, they want to be positive, but this isn't a situation 
where you you have to face reality and you have to stay calm as an adult. And that's why the Will Ferrell movies and the Adam Sandler movies and every movie over the past 30 years have told men to just be a child for the rest of their lives and, you know, drink some beer and make funny jokes and live with your mom like Chaz in uh, Wedding Crashers, right? Yeah. It's, 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 it's all part of it. It's all part of it. The person just wants to be compliant. He wants to be liked by his friends. He doesn't want to rock the boat. It sounds positive, but they're cowards. So when someone's invading your country and is going to steal everything you've ever owned under a false pretense, there's no sense being positive because if, if they accomplish this goal, you're not going to like the result. And the smart money is already moving out of Mexico. Like a lot of smart people are just giving up on the average American, giving up on the average Canadian. I mean, to get to Mexico, you have to have, you have to prove that you have 12 month bank balance of at least $40,000. How many people can actually leave and set up permanent residency in Mexico where none of these liaria based policies are going? And that wall wasn't to keep uh, uh, other people out. It's keep Americans in. People don't understand. Everything's the opposite of what they've been taught. They have to be very careful how they, they look and how they're going to react and what they're going to do in the next six months. Because in the next six months, you're going to see things that you never thought you'd ever see. And That's you have to get off, get off your knees, people. And the men have to start remembering what it's like to be men again. That's interesting you talk about the wall because a lot of people, especially especially the other side of the believers, and, and we have some clients who are huge pro-Trump supporters, and we we know a lot of people who are highly, highly endorsing around Trump. But I've always thought they both work for the same people, whether you're a liberal or a Democrat, a Republican or a Democrat. It makes no sense. You're still working for the same people. Did, just off the cuff, that wall that was built by Trump inherently – was that his design as well, do you think? It's the design of the people, whether it's Trump, which, you know, he was sort of framed as a different actor than Biden. But this is like wrestling. To believe Trump and Biden or Trudeau and, I mean, it's, it's to believe, it, you might as well believe Randy Macho Man Savage and Hulk Hogan are enemies. <laughs> they all get on the bus after, it's, it's wrestling. Yeah. It's it's an Ed McMahon controls all the wrestlers and there is a person who controls all the politicians and it is the bankers. I mean, on Jekyll Island, I think it was 1931 where I don't know who it was. The, the president of the United States gave away all the power to the Federal Reserve and that's the Federal Reserve and their board is who controls the United States because the, the money that the United States runs on is provided by the Federal Reserve. And if you don't obey, the money stops. And that the Federal Reserve, you're meaning the central bank, which was the staff. Yeah, this, it's a central bank entity on U.S. soil. The, the United States government, before 1931, controlled their own currency printing. And now they don't. And it, it, we call ours the Bank of Canada but it's owned by the same group. It's not Canadian. There's no Canadians that run the Bank of Canada. So when money, the, when, when the currency of a nation is given to a foreign entity that's controlled by a very small group of people, you can control everybody. 
and you can you can organize these scams where they're giving all this money out with the intention of bankrupting the entire country and then repossessing every commodity ever owned by anybody in those borders. It's a very dangerous thing. And that's why they don't teach you anything about money or the law or banking. They, they don't teach you about crypto. They don't teach you about gold and silver. They teach you nothing in the government schools purposely because it's another, it's a slave training camp. And this is how big the, this is how big this scam is. This is how big the con job is. It's, it's bigger than anybody could ever imagine. So real quickly, in a, in a nutshell, aside from not drinking coffee and alcohol, which are obvious now to me, what can one, no, truthfully speaking, what, what can one do? Like if you had to, if you had to impart five, five morsels of wisdom for us to survive this, to, to, to navigate our way through this maelstrom that's coming down our pipes, right. what, okay. what we do? Well, number one, know that you can't strong arm the programming. It's 93% versus seven. So number two, go do the hypnosis therapy therapies on Marissa Peer's hypnotherapy website. And then maybe you can stop coffee. You can stop eating takeout. You can stop smoking, stop drinking, stop vaping, stop thinking marijuana is a medicine. A medicine is something that you uh, take once and then you stop when the effect. People love the medicinal marijuana here because, well, they smoke it every day. So it's not medicine, is it? Uh, number So whatever your addiction, whatever your goals, if you're living check to check, you have poverty programming. You live in the wealthiest nation in the world. How do you have, how do you live check to check? It's because you have poverty program, which is another program, which it'll be installed by that TV and movie poverty programming. And that'll be 93% of you trying, that's 93% of your neurological function trying to make you poor and addicted and unhealthy and make you mediocre and underachieving. You're not going to get over that unless you rewrite the programming and get the 93% pushing it in the direction of your dreams. Then you can potentially start seeing the truth, getting outside the program. And then, of course, once you're outside the program, start embracing nature, your natural design, what what make what works in tandem with your body open a working relationship with your soul with nature with god the creator and make sure you start understanding that you have a manual a rule book uh, that's given the day you're born regarding what works best how to fix your body what what makes your body uh, work at optimal level. And that's what you have to do. And turn off that TV and movie screen. For the love of God, it is there to entrain you. It is not there to make your days easier. It is not there to entertain you. It is there to destroy you. It is the modern infantry. They don't need, in this World War III situation, they don't need soldiers putting down your door. They put it into the TV. You open your door yourself. You go to McDonald's. You smoke. You eat the ice cream. You go to the, the, the clinic and stand six feet apart demanding something that you know nothing about. Stop getting programmed and triggered, programmed and triggered. That comes through all your screens. Get rid of your iWatch. Get rid of your cell phone. And if you are, like, don't, and if you are watching a screen, make sure you're programming yourself in a positive direction. You can't watch any entertainment today without getting programmed 
you're going to get programmed back into the stone age. You'll have check to check. You'll be overweight. Your Johnson won't work. Your tulip won't work. Nothing's going to work because you're, the program is to literally poison and indoctrinate yourself back into the stone age. You got to get out of that and then start getting active using your voice. And men have to be men. This last part's for men. Men, there's a, there's a feminization, a beta male agenda running for all men. Where we're, we're conditioned to be obedient lapdogs while the, these New World Order hyenas run through the pride land. We can't let them do that anymore. We can't just sit there and watch them go by while destroying our culture, our society, our, our children, our females, the land we grow our food on. We can't let it happen anymore. And man, a man's job is to get up and fight. That's their job. Remember that. Get in touch with the cosmic energy of this universe, the male energy, the positive energy that runs through the ether and through your spinal cord, which is actually just an antenna, mm -hmm. and reacquaint yourself with what it's like to be a man and start protecting the tribe and fulfill your cosmic de uh, you know, destiny. If you die, you die. Stop. Who else do you think is going to step up here, man? Who do you think is going to step up and save the tribe? You think the women are? And that's why there's so many women at the forefront of, of the truth movement because all their men have been feminized. They sit like obedient lapdogs with the two masks on, standing six feet apart. The strong male lion turned into an obedient lamb. You can't farm lions, only lambs. So lion up, adult up, level up. And let's get, you know, let's get moving here. I don't know what we can do about the 40% that wear the bubble wrap and uh, insist, uh, you know, they'll take two shots, they'll take four, they'll take six, they'll take eight. I don't know if you're going to help that person. We can yeah. definitely work on the 60% that remain. I, I agree with you. I don't know that you can help. It's like have, trying to have a conversation with somebody who, who is staunchly believes in politics or religions. You're never going to sway their opinion. What's I, I, I like your take on the men. What's your take on women through all of this? What, well, women also have to, we've all got our programming. So the programming for men has been to the pro, men have been. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's uh, I don't know. I'm trying to remember some of these movies, but watch any movie. The man is feminized and weak. Even the last Avengers: Affinity War, Thor's drunk. He's got a big bare belly. Yeah. The women save the day. Supergirl is the strongest Avenger, and yeah, it's great, right? But if you see twenty movies like that, when all the the female is the strongest and the male's weak. That's hypno-programming. Hypno-programming is repetition. That affects our behavior, guaranteed, just like the Cosby show and just like Gone in 60 Seconds. It affects our behavior. So the women have been taught that all their, all their happiness has to come from external sources, the mall, their looks. They, they, they become empty inside, gutted like a fish. So they're always running around trying to fill themselves up with external, external stimuli. So we all have our programming. Men, are, men have been programmed, like I said. Women have been programmed, like I just reviewed. And we all have to start getting and know that we're a team and that, that, that we're here to make the society stronger. We have to review our behaviors, review our habits. And if it's working against our genetic design, we have to reprogram to remove ourselves from the – we have to defragment our hard drive Clean up, clean up our programming that the government, the media, science, medicine, movies, and TV shows have put in there where we're just destroying ourselves. We're butchering ourselves. 
there's no infantry needed when, when we're beating the hell out of ourselves every day. So I feel like we jumped into this. We went from zero to a hundred with kind of bypassing some information on you. So I kind of want to make sure that we take a moment to say who you are, what you do, what your superpowers are, how people can get in contact with you, why people need to get in contact with you. Well, if they're curious, yeah, if they're, my name's Jason Kristoff. That's, uh, I think it's probably below my name, maybe. Uh, Christ with an OFF on the end. And, uh, Basically, I was your typical heavily programmed North American meat bag. I destroyed myself with steroids, cocaine, alcohol, fast food, fast women, fast cars, anything to put myself into the early grave, get to the top of the ruling pyramid where all the, where all the good parties were at, I would do. So I almost killed myself by the time I was 29, and then I started this long journey to defragment my hard drive. And I started to study psychology and health and neuroscience and mind control, brainwashing, behavioral psychology, and found out I was as infected as anybody else with these self-abusive, self-loathing, self-hating, self-statistic programs that only have the benefit for the predator class has no benefit for me. So I started step-by-step to brainwash myself. I studied their brainwashing techniques and brainwashed myself. But instead of making myself a human mess, I made myself a human success. (laughs) It's pretty, like when you know the brainwashing tactics, you just, you take out their programming and put in your own. You could like, oh, I want to be rich and I want to be happy and I want to be, you know, healthy. I want to have a six, whatever you want you can put in the brainwashing program and it's the same program. And, and, and basically if you go back in history, these groups have been fighting for a long time. Some groups would love all the humans to be their best, but the group that's in power right now derives their power from us being our worst. They maintain their power by destroying ours. So if anybody, so now I, do self-sabotage coaching. I'm so full. I can't take any more clients because I do this one-on-one, but I do have a self-sabotage coaching school for coaches around the world where I teach the fine art of reprogramming people to be their best selves. And uh, if people need to get a hold of me, they can email me any questions or about my self-sabotage coaching school. Just email me at jason at freedomfromselfsabotage.com. And everything you hear me talk about, usually on Instagram sometimes, sometimes on Facebook, but I've been kicked off. So if you want to go to my website, jchristoff.com, just the letter J, or see me on Parler or Gab or MeWe, and you can still get some of this content. I think I might be back on Facebook and Instagram eventually, and I will only be talking about self-sabotage at that point, nothing controversial. So you might see me back there in two weeks. Thank you for that. Anything else? Jason, I've enjoyed the conversation. It's, uh, we, we could have gone on for a couple more hours with a bunch of questions I have, but I, I've really enjoyed and thank you for taking the time to join us this morning. Well, you're welcome. I hope I uh, tell people to uh, take what they need, leave the rest. And uh, if you're going to search any of these topics, do it from DuckDuckGo so you can get, you can get, the search results that would really empower you. That's great. Thank you for your time. Have a fantastic day. You're welcome. Bye. Thanks. Well, that was a lot. That's amazing.
I, I, I didn't even get through a fraction of some of the things I wanted to ask. I figured that was going to be the case. So it's interesting to me as we close out the podcast, how many amazing people have come on this show. All of them generally have sort of a superpower of their own, right? But each each one of them has dropped so much knowledge. And if there's any benefit for me to have this podcast, it's sort of been that. Of course, doing it with you. But having the the amount of knowledge and information that has been shared with us through this podcast that has opened my eyes. I, I have to rethink coffee, honestly. I, I, I've seen other stories about it. Um, his wasn't his wasn't the catalyst per se that uh, but it might be the final impetus on it and especially now that my kids are drinking coffee might need to address that what are your thoughts on that on coffee yeah i i don't know how true my thoughts are because of my 30 years being mormon for real but i i and so i don't know when he's talking about being hypnotized and everything and 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 triggers I don't know if I've been hypnotized and triggered to, to not like it yeah. and not really need it or, or feel yeah. it's chocolate on the other hand. He did not mention chocolate once. I, know. I think you're safe. I was going to ask. He did mention marijuana. That's not what I'm trying to say. Okay. All right. That was Jason Christoph, jchristoph.com. I would give you his Instagram and or Facebook handle, but he's actually been kicked off of Instagram. Um, but you can find him. He's a self-sabotage coach, Jason Christoph, and you can find him at www.jchristoph.com. As always, I'm Devo. This has been a fantastic show to do with you today and look forward to you doing the next one soon. Sayonara. <laughs>